On this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Hard Rock Zombies from 1985. to another episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. I'm Brandon, and as always, shaking it out with me is your co-host, or Cohen. Oh, Brandon. I, don't, I can't think of any other lyrics for you. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put that on loop. <laughs> Cult Cinema Cavalcade is a bi-weekly movie podcast that finds Cullen and myself discussing a film from cinema's past, considered, but not limited, to being a cult classic. As a disclaimer, every episode will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Today, we're here to discuss Hard Rock Zombies. Cullen, blow their minds with this plot synopsis. <laughs> a hard rock band travels to the tiny and remote town of Grand Gulno. It's not important. Uh, to perform. Uh, populated by hicks, rubes, werewolves, murderous dwarves, sex perverts, and Hitler, the town is a strange place. <laughs> But that doesn't stop the band's lead singer from falling in love with a local girl named Cassie. After Nazi sex perverts kill the band to satisfy their lust, Cassie calls the rockers back from the grave to save her, the town, and maybe the world. You know, that sounds tame compared to what the movie is. We'll get into it. (laughs) But I was like, that synopsis does sound crazy, but it's still kind of tame. Hard Rock Zombies is directed by Krishna Shah and written by Shah with David Allen Ball. It stars E.J. Curse, Gino Andrews, Sam Mann, Jennifer Coe, and Jack Bleisner. And it does it features special effects from legendary effects artist John Carl Beekler, which I was strange when I was watching the end credits. I was like, wait, John, John Carl Beekler did this movie? Do you know um, some other he, stuff he's done? Oh, yeah. He's the director of the original Troll. Hmm. <laughs> He directed Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, which mm. is not a favorite of Cullen and I. Um, <laughs> I'd rather watch this. Yeah. He uh, he did, like, his hand was in a lot of effects. Like, he, all the big name fran- horror franchises in the 80s, uh, he touched them, or his his studio did. There's, like, the KNB guys, and then there's John Carl Beekler. Like, that's next to the thing. I think he did a Ghoulies movie. But, well, who didn't? Yeah, he, he directed one of those, but... His effects are all over the place, and he's pretty got some pretty good brutal uh, practical effects. But he's he's a big name, so I didn't expect to see him pop up here. How much he worked on it, I don't know, but he had a prominent credit, so I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, there's some stuff that's uh, not uh, effects wise is is all right. There's some other stuff that's questionable. We'll talk about, about it. We'll talk bad, about yeah. it. But I think some of the gore stuff's pretty impressive for like how cheap of a movie this is. <laughs> For for the dollar storm 
uh, budget that they had for this. Right, exactly. If you're listening to us, welcome back to the second of three February episodes of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. <laughs> Our podcast drops every other Monday, and you can find it on iTunes or cultcinemacavalcade.com. Uh, While you're waiting on new episodes, you can keep up with our Facebook page and Twitter page at CC Cavalcade. And don't forget, you can also email us mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. And we've we've been trying to be a little more active on our social media. We're doing it. We're getting there. We're not annoying you. That's right. We're just occasionally reminding you of of things. Yeah, we're we're reminding you we exist. Without further ado, let's let's. Get into Hard Rock Zombies. And let's start rocking. Let's start rocking. Cullen, first off, thank you for introducing me to Hard Rock Zombies. <laughs> like, was it last year or like two years ago? Uh, I might might have been two years ago. Honestly, I think it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I found I found this at a half price books. It was in their uh, case where they keep all the really expensive items or, or the rare items, and this was like only like twenty dollars. So I thought, this is the only time I'm going to be able to afford any of the ridiculous high price stuff. And so I, I, I bought it immediately. When Cullen and I like, go to each other's houses sometimes, we'll like bring some of our stuff with us. Like, hey, here's options. And mm-hmm. Cullen will bring like, a backpack. And, and this was in your backpack multiple times when you come over to my house. And we just, I just never picked, picked it. And then one time it was finally like, okay, okay, we'll do Hard Rock Zombies. And I was like, why didn't I pick this sooner? Cause it looks like the the case of it's like oh it's crap, like crap. the case it's, is yeah, crap it's crap and it, <laughs> I was like okay and yeah it's a little bit better than just having like a plain white paper that says Hard Rock Zombies on it right I'm blown away it's as well, cheap and crap it's as cheap and crappy as I would have expected but I mean just the, the artful way of failure with which it's done yeah is, it's cheap and crappy but also insane yeah like who came up with all of this and we were talking off air before this started the movie was only meant to be used as segments in another film called american drive-in and Mm -hmm. it was only going to be 20 it was only 20 minutes but they made a feature out of it yeah they put a little bit more money towards it to make a feature out of it and that might explain some of the editing in uh, the movie. Um, when you're watching American Drive-In, it's the movie that's playing like throughout uh, the movie when they're at the drive-in. Like the order is all completely different from what the actual movie is, because it would make even less sense than what the actual movie does, because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in parts. But I'm not sure which came. F- I'm not sure which came first, honestly. But we have Hard Rock Zombies. Will we talk about American Drive-In in the future? I don't know. It'll just be us talking about Hard Rock Zombies again, probably. Right. Because it looks like there are large chunks of it in the movie. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I feel like, gosh, with some of the stuff that we were looking at, at in American Drive-In, they had to have had Hard Rock Zombies finished. Because there's some, like, stuff you wouldn't have messed with if it would have been, like, just a cheap thing to throw in the background. Yeah, I wonder if there are some uh, deleted scenes from the Hard Rock Zombies that are in uh, American Drive-In that might explain some stuff better (laughs) in Hard Rock Zombies. Listeners, go watch American Drive-In. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. But we'll probably check it out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
listen to the rest of this podcast, then go watch American Yeah, 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 yeah. And then watch the movie we're going to watch next time. <laughs> you have two what? weeks. I mean, come on. What what else are you gonna do? You got you got no you don't have other plans. Just, uh, just relax. You got you got your twenty to thirty minutes uh, to listen to a touch of crass on Wednesdays. I decide <laughs> from that. You got nothing. Exactly. All right, so let's dig right in or start strumming the chords. <laughs> The movie uh, abruptly starts with some a couple of teen guys in a convertible driving through mountains, and uh, they pick up a striking blonde hitchhiker. Yeah, it starts with rockin', rockin' tunes as uh, the whole. I mean, it's called hard rock zombies. You can expect rockin' tunes. So it better so, but... it better rock hard. Yeah, exactly. And we then cut to a man in a suit taking photographs while midgets chase each other around him yes and when you say cut to abruptly cut to yeah like anytime we say cut to we mean it'll give you whiplash how quickly it cuts to things yeah you're almost you're almost like is this the real from the same movie like is this and like am i having a stroke what's happening but we know we're in the same movie because we then see the female hitchhiker goes for a skinny dip with the guys and the the photographer and midgets which one's a midget with an eye patch the other's like some sort of midget creature yeah it's like a mutant or something i don't know it's its skin is all screwed up and it's got i mean not claws but it's not defo- a human yeah yeah deformed hands and it's always got like a creepy overly toothy grin and its eyes are bugged out. It's unnatural. It's, right. It's gross. Yeah, so they they go check out her skinny dipping. She goes up to the one kid, drowns him, and then goes to the other kid, drowns him, but blood comes up? Like Yeah, I don't... yeah both times. Why like, is how does... blood coming? Like, like, I've never seen a person drown, but I'm pretty sure that a big pool of blood does not form around them when they drown. <laughs> but but it's hard rock zombies. It's hard rock zombies. These don't have to make sense. So if they wanted us, maybe they're like, maybe they don't know if they're dead or not. Throw blood up there to let them know they're dead. <laughs> you know? Maybe it's to sleep underwater to let them know they're dead. Yeah. So then she goes up with the photographer and the midgets, and they chop off one of the boy's hands. I think I, I get the feeling they're going to dismember all both of them. And mm-hmm. they give the the hitchhiking woman the hand. She says, I want to hold your hand. Okay. And then immediately, immediately we cut to yes. boom, rocking out. The song like shake it out. And she says, hand. She says, I want to hold your hand. And then drumming immediately. I can't even, I cannot recreate how quickly it happens. We get our band. Do we get a name of the band? No, we never get a name for the band. The entire movie, we only get the band names. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But we don't know most of the band members' names through I, most of this movie. I'm pretty sure I only knew one. Yeah, we find out uh, the the lead singer's name, and we learn the manager's name, and there's maybe. What do you say? Maybe two other characters in this movie that actually have names that we actually know about. And the one movie. is Adolf Hitler. 
<laughs> yes, yes, it is. We'll get we'll get to eat off. Right. We we see an entire performance of a song called "Shake It Out," and after the the band finishes the song, they're backstage all naked, changing their clothes, having an argument with their manager, who then lets groupies in, and the guys sign their asses, boobs, legs. Yes, uh, I believe when one of them signing a butt, uh, you hear the manager say, Well, yeah, yeah right there. Oh. Put the O in the middle. Oh, my goodness. Oh, beautiful, oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, uh, our lead singer, and I guess main character Protest. for now. Kind of. For now. Yeah. Uh, his name's Jesse. And that's it of the band members, I think, that we get their names. Yeah, he, he, he looks like a lesser Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yes. He looks like he, he looks like a transitional Freddie Mercury between when he had, like, the long hair and and uh, when he eventually had the mustache. Oh, man, you're right. Like, if, if Freddie Mercury would have started during hair metal. Yes. It's, a, it's that transition period between... Bohemian Rhapsody and Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah. Eventually. It's like that weekend. He's like, talks to the band members. Like, you know what, guys? I think I'm just going to cut it off. I think I'm just going to cut it off. Thank God, Freddie, because that mustache was killing it. But the hair, man, it was... (laughs) One or the other, buddy. Jesse notices a younger girl that he follows out, uh, out. And she warns him not to go play his next show. And says the people of the town and her, including her father, doesn't want them. And then immediately cut to the band in their van traveling. <laughs> Just boom. Yes. Where's the van now? Where's the van? And I mean, there's loud, like each of these cuts has like some jarring sound, whether it be like a splice sound or like music. It just, it's crazy. They're, they're in their, what would be, Later considered in the 80s a child abductor van. Yes. They, they're working on some music in there and making smart-ass comments to each other. And guess what? They find the blonde hitchhiker and pick her up. When they're in their um, practice, uh, Jesse's playing the bass. It's a, supposed to be a song to uh, raise the dead. Yeah. Like, where'd you learn that? Where'd you learn that song? Like one of his guys, one of the band members asked him, and he's just like, oh, I found it in a book. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) like where, like where they keep the Ark of the Covenant? How the hell do you have a book that raises the dead? That's not the library. I mean, what the hell, Jesse? What was Jesse into? Where can I find a book like that? It's like in the same book section Dan Haggerty was looking at in Elves. Right, that library is in the same town. Mm -hmm. That's the town they just left. The, the, so the band asked the the uh, hitchhiking woman why they the town would want them there, and she doesn't really answer, but she tells them to stay at her house. They, yeah, it's like it's cheaper than staying in a hotel, right? Well, the hotel's probably already paid for. What the? <laughs> like what? They're, they're all like, yeah. Yo, "Okay, sounds good." Sight unseen, they could live yeah. in a trailer for all they know. Like, yeah, "Okay, sure, we've known you for three minutes. Let's stay at your place." We're thinking with our penises. <laughs> and it, that's not the last time either. No. They pull up to the house. There's a zoom in on a window and a weird cut of a werewolf in a wheelchair, like just going nuts. Oh, 
Yeah, like like a granny werewolf in a wheelchair holding knives. It, it's just fucking bizarre. <laughs> yes. It's just, what what's going it's what's going on right now? What in the <laughs> hell is going a stop movie? Stop. Like you needed to explain to me what the fuck's going on here. Because it rapidly cuts back between the shot of the werewolf granny. Going like, it's like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Yes. It's like constantly between that and the window. Like, and like, you can't even like see through the window. It's like, okay, well, I guess that's where it's taking place. I've seen this movie before and nothing could still prepare me for it. I completely forgot about that. I mean, I knew the character was in the movie, but I forgot about that moment. It's like, oh my God, I forgot how this movie was edited. The eye patch midget hands the severed hand to one of the band members, and they think it's like, oh, it's, it's just a toy. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And in the background, if you look, the photographer's there snapping shots. And it's guess a, what? A... Abrupt cut to a lab. Just yes! boom. boom, we're back to we're, abrupt cut. And the midget and the blonde, the hitchhiker, does she get a name? No, she does not. She probably has one in the credits, but since I didn't know what her character name was, I wasn't sure like who was playing this this character. I have no idea. All right. But yeah, it goes to the lab and like it's like They they jar the hand like it's like tomatoes. Yeah. And I think the uh, the hitchhiker says some other random song lyric or something, I think. I don't know. That's yeah. Yeah. But then we get a montage and it's the band playing around about town. They're doing, they're dancing, they're skateboarding, hanging out. They have a photo shoot, and there's they spray beer in front of uh, a Bank of America right. front, on a bunch of kids. Yes, and the girls uh, of town and youngsters are just loving it. And then we keep getting these shots of like old hick males, like motherfuckers. Yeah. There's like three, three of these guys, and there's maybe. four five different shots of these three guys that are used over and over again yeah. for, for like two or three minutes while this song plays. Right. Uh, and by the way, is this place like the sister city of Tromaville? Oh my gosh. It's like all the... the ghost town of Tromaville almost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, look, because everyone's like... the. They they just look weird. It's not like you, like in Tromaville, like you either look weird or you're gorgeous, and well, you're '80s gorgeous. But like, <laughs> yes, all of these people are just like they're the, they're the people that got all of the uh, negative effects of the toxic waste in Tromaville, but none of the benefits. And none of them have homes. They just all hang out in a room. <laughs> You'll hang out in a room or on the street. Like, hey, kids, let's go hang out in front of the Bank of America. While they're all, while they're hanging out and do this, Jesse notices the girl from the bar that he saw, and he goes after her, but she runs into her father, and the dad tells him to get the fuck out of town, you little pecker. Um, well, we can't do that, sir. We've got a real big concert tomorrow. you got shit tomorrow, sonny. <laughs> and so the cop comes by and arrests the band for something i think it's for owning a van owning a van because they asked uh the the sheriff and i use that term very loosely 
if they owned that van. They said, yeah. He was like, well, that's a problem. And then they're in jail. Yes. They're in barn jail. Yeah, a room that had like a barred window. Yeah, there there was a a a barred window that you could clearly like like stick your entire arm through. The and bars hey. are so wide. And and hey, so I don't know what the hell kind of yeah. like the Andy Griffith show looked like high security compared. Andy to Griffith this... show was NYPD blue compared to like this. <laughs> exactly. At least they had a bed. But the cop he cancels the show. By taking their little fun like photo shoot thing and putting a canceled banner on it, so that means it's over. <laughs> so anyone like unless you specifically knew that band was playing, you'd look over like what the like we can't take like pictures in front of the the cutouts. Is that is that what what what's canceled? Uh, in the jail cell, the or room, uh, the band begins to like rehearse in there and the girl from earlier that the young girl is outside the cell and jesse starts like goes out the window to talk to her and he starts he sings a little bit of a song we're gonna hear later to her i noticed i'm so in love but you're so young when you touch my hand does that mean we're in love that's better some lyrics come out because he's he's inspired yeah, we well, he, he likes her. He he he, yeah, he was interested in her before. He likes her even more now that she tried to help because she came by, stuck her whole arm through the bars, and gave them money for bail. Right for bail. Now we cut to an old German couple fucking like, <laughs> like immediately like like uh. And like, it looks like like James Duhan in like the nineties. <laughs> James Duhan. Yes, he does. It cuts, yeah, it's like Cassie's dad, like, comes, like, takes Cassie away, and then immediately, bang, elderly intercourse. That's interrupted by the midgets as they watch, and then the guy is like, ah, okay. Yeah, they, they like, they yell and eat at each other in German for a little bit, and uh, then the the old woman, who does not look old, by the way, she might be 40 with a gray wig. Right. Might be 40. There's a couple of them in this movie. Like in yeah. the, the town, we'll get to the town hall people, but I noticed there's like a couple of women there that were obviously younger women made to look super old. The band does get out on bail, but not the money Cassie gave. It was the hitchhiker. Yes. She bailed and, them out. And this is not shown at all. It's just like it, it, it goes from the old Germans humping to the band just walking outside. And, Not walking out of the jail, just walking towards their van. Right, and Jesse finds Cassie when she tells him his name's Cassie, and he gives her back the money, saying the hitchhiker. Like, So we're filled in, at least. We get one of the four character names, which is very nice. Yes, she, so she says it's Cassie, and Jesse says he wrote a song about her already. This is very important, that Jesse gives Cassie a ring. He does, yes. That's very important. After knowing each other for, what do you think they've talked to each other for three minutes now? Hey, when you know, you know. I guess no matter how I old, I guess. Um, <laughs> the band rehearses at the house, and one of the band, I think it's the drummer, well, is talking about the hitchhiker. He's like, I can't wait to get my hands all over her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. The. the 
the drummer is like the grossest guy in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he would. It's uh, probably number one Hitler, number two drummer, <laughs> number three like yeah. midget thing. <laughs> and also, you know, this you said they're they're practicing. They're practicing in front of the house, which is you know. I'm going to say like a mansion is what it yeah, looks it, like to it's, me. It's more like a mansion, yeah. Yeah, but it's super weird because they're set up outside. Like, they are fully set up outside. Like, they could perform a concert if they wanted to. It looks like just a like, cool area to, like, have a concert even. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, like, don't you have a show tonight? Why are you completely set up outside of this mansion? Shouldn't you be doing a sound check at your venue? Yeah, exactly. Or if you're going to practice, like, at that place, like, okay, guys, let's take everything outside. Like, wouldn't everything be inside anyway or in the van? I don't know. It's just an, uh, it's another thing that doesn't make sense to me. They start rehearsing the new song that he wrote, but they're interrupted because the midget grabs wires and electrocutes everybody? Like, I don't... Yeah, uh, uh, apparently... Like, like holding a mic stand while someone crosses wires can electrocute you. Or, or, or while you're playing a keyboard, uh, apparently there's an electrical current that connects to your fingers when you're playing a keyboard, I guess. What I don't get here, knowing the rest of this movie, is why did this happen? Like, they didn't, yeah. it didn't kill the band members. They're all alive. I guess. Like, I, I, when I, I was like, oh, this is how they die and become the hard rock. No, they just got yeah. electrocuted rehearsing and, and it wasn't like it was like oh it's a little zap and like it immediately uh stops they're, they're shaking for i don't know 20 30 seconds longer than you would expect for something to happen and not kill them yeah because there's like sparks flying too when they're holding on to stuff if there's enough electricity to make sparks fly that uh, seems like it'd be deadly but apparently there wasn't enough current uh, meanwhile, town council has an emergency meeting and have an argument whether it's a meeting or a session. And there's this, like, uh, stuttering guy that, oh. Yeah. I think of any scene that kills the momentum of this movie, it's that scene. Yeah. Because you're just sitting there like, who cares? I understand that you're trying to make fun of bureaucracy. But this is dumb. It's too early in this movie to have this kind of crap yeah. in it. Because it's, it's just they want to ban rock and roll in their town. And the, the manager for the band is there, and he wants to speak, but he's silenced right away. And rock and roll is banned. So their concert's canceled again. Yeah. And we cut then to Jesse practicing bass in like the attic. And there's a spider that he he kills, and it comes back to life, and he kills and it comes back to life and he kills and it comes back to life and then we get more weird cuts of the werewolf in the wheelchair yeah like like one of the band members like goes up to the i think it's a drummer that goes up and like just sits next to she, she oh wait is no, she no the, she's not a wolf yet she's just her regular yeah. like, old woman self but she's just there and he just like sits next to her and hangs out and then we see like stuff of the other band members like one of the blonde ones, like he's dead, and then he like yeah, wakes up. Yeah, we get like a montage of weird shit, right? Yeah, stuff like is this happening? Is this in the movie? 
are these deleted scenes? What are we looking at here, movie? Yeah, it makes no damn sense. And then the hitchhiker, she goes to take a shower, and then the drummer just, like, hops in the shower. Yeah, just because. And talks about movies. I think I love you. so romantic. Let's go to movies a lot. This is just like a movie, huh? Yeah, love story. Mm, maybe double Miss Jones. Mm, how about the Psycho? Oh shit! And they completely riff shower scene from Psycho. Yeah, yes. While the photographer guy takes pictures. And then we get a weird montage of shit, like. Like, after she kills the drummer, like, she's laughing on a bed with, like, the little people and, like, the photographer. Yes! And then, yeah, and then it immediately cuts to dancing in the daytime, even though I think it was night before. Yeah. Like, like it's in front of some mountains, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, we, we see, like, the hitchhiker dancing, Jesse playing his base, uh, the spider again. And then people at town hall smashing vinyl records because rock and roll is now like all rock and roll in all its forms are banned in the town. Now she so have to destroy all that stuff. Yes. And then the wheelchair werewolf, two of the band members wound up with her and she ends up stabbing and killing one of them. And then one of them jumps out the window and we got like that, like the hand, like in the jar, like moving around. Yeah, and we got like montage, more montaging. And at town hall, Cassie's dad decides he's gonna go shoot the band with a shotgun. Like he's going to go murder them. Like what? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, what? And then this and is justice. Then. Like this is the, this is their. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, they want to get rid of all rock and roll, so I guess that's how you do it. You can't just... Why, why wouldn't you just run them out of town instead of brutally right. murder them? No, he's got a shotgun, and he's like... Ksh. Like, I know that there's only, uh, like, one uh, police officer in this town, but I think, I don't know, there would be further investigations if someone murdered four people in this town. The out-of-town like, rock band, yeah. Yes, I where rock and roll was recently banned. I think that maybe someone would catch on that something happened. Right. Then Cassie then finds Jesse, and yeah. the which gr- uh, apparently because she was at like the town council or whatever, right. where they're breaking the records. It immediately cuts from. Her leaving that place to her being outside, uh, like the mansion, and Jesse, the, the band member, running out. So, is the city council uh, building directly next to the mansion? Right, yeah. It must be because later there's a quick trip there, too. With some people. Is there some kind of time portal yeah. located in this town? Because Nazis, that's why. Uh, <laughs> then. The groundskeeper guy, who we haven't talked about, is this like tall bald guy. He's now he pops out and he's in a suit and he's got one of those like weed whacker chainsaws things, you know. It's a weird wha- a weed whacker, but it sounds like a chainsaw. It sounds like a chainsaw, and he gives chase to Jesse and Cassie, and Jesse stops and gives Cassie a cassette and tells her to to run the other way, and he ends up getting staked to a tree and cut up with the saw and then we get another montage oh yeah 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 that's right he gets uh the weed whacked to the the chest and then yeah there's just more dancing of the hitchhiker 
like the same scenes that we saw earlier of dancing. It's just that same thing again, like cut back and forth. Right. Just like, what the fuck is this? And then, and then immediately, bang, we're at, we're at uh, having dinner. Yep, yep. With yeah, the, the, ma- the manager and, like, the cop and, like, all the people that live in the house. Yeah, and the like the the little the little monster person right. sitting immediately next to the manager. Like, I just thought that was odd. Like, like man, why are you there? You, the band's dead. Well, no, the, at the <laughs> dinner they're like, well, the band's dead. Yeah, apparently, they had a funeral. <laughs> yes, which we won't find out till way fucking later. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're sorry about the band being dead, and then like. The James Duhon lookalike reveals that he is none other than Adolf Hitler. Well, and it's absolutely crazy how it's revealed too. It's like they're just what? having a con- they're having a conversation. Like the the old guy like offers the manager a job because he doesn't have a he doesn't have a job anymore because the band is dead. And then like there's like this light that goes off like next to him next to uh soon to be Hitler. Uh, like on the table, just a blinking light, and then he's like excited about it, and he stands up, he pulls off a mask, and that, and it's Hitler. Um, what kind of position? Come! Forty years I'm waiting, and you are telling me come? Don't up, Schweiner brains! Long enough, I'm hiding a mask. Oh my God! Oh, so now. Now you know. Can it really be you? You think I shot myself down in some some bunker someplace? You think that I am stupid? What? I when I first saw, like, I had no idea this was coming. Yeah, and it's like, and it's just like oh. what the? F- <laughs> it's a it's a crazy scene that he pulls off his his face and he's Hitler. Yeah, but but it's even like what makes it so crazy is that. Why was this the time to reveal that you're Hitler? What has happened? Yeah, because he's like, he's like, today is the day he begins his Nazi revenge. <laughs> like, why? Because this band that no one has heard of was brutally murdered by you, by you Nazi sex freaks. Is that why? It, like, like that was the first step to coming your your comeback, right? After to- being in hiding for forty years. <laughs> Today, California, tomorrow, the world. Apparently. And it, and it cuts right from, like, like I'm Hitler and I'm out of my mind to... Apparently, gosh. there were swastikas all over the house already that we just didn't see. <laughs> we, just, we just didn't see. There we are just big didn't... fucking banners that show up. We just didn't want to see them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but it cuts right from that to, like, the little people, like, running around, like, the, the eye patch one saying... Uh, like, okay, we got satellite uplink. Like, what? what's happening? And now he's dressed like a Nazi. Yeah, like, they got, like, the armbands. Yeah, like, what? weren't we just at dinner? What's happening here? And then, uh, and then it's just Hitler shouting for a few minutes about something or another. It is cr- it's one of the craziest turns in a movie ever. Yeah, and this is just within, like, a couple of minutes. Like, uh, it goes from the whole band being dead to Hitler's here. Yes, and there's still no hard rock zombies yet. <laughs> right. But we got we, Hitler. We got Hitler before hard. We got, gosh, we got a a a, a little person with an eye patch, uh, uh, some kind of 
puppet monster man thing. We got a, a geriatric werewolf in a wheelchair with knives and Hitler before we got hard rock zombies. Crazy. If you were to tell if you were to tell me that an asteroid hits the earth in three minutes and destroys it, I would believe you because it's yes. any damn crazy thing that's happened in this movie. Anything's anything's game now. Like if the rest of the movie is like the fever dream of a chimpanzee, I would believe it because anything's possible <laughs> in Hard Rock Zombies. Speaking of the impossible, Cassie visits Jesse's grave and she says she's crying for him and will never stop crying for him and plays the tape he gave her. And the band rises from their graves, which they were buried a whole zero feet under. I think there's about two inches of dirt on they, top they of like, each band member. They laid on the grass and then got covered in dirt. Like, that's what... <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Just, just deep enough so any dog can just come by and just root through their bones. Whatever. It's fine. During this, Hitler is showing the, the band's manager his secret base, the cleansing place, which is a, just a big gas chamber. Like, you yeah. take this, like, tunnel. And, and he offers the manager a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's insistent on this job. And, and by the way, Ron is still there. Or yes! Ron, that's the name of their manager. Why didn't he leave? Like, like, like Hitler's here. I'm out, everybody. He must be. Con- I'm done. He considering the uh, position, maybe. I don't. I don't know. Does it? Did one of the band members have the keys to the van, and they were buried with them? Well, even uh, if he was, yeah. it wouldn't be tough to get because you just. are <laughs> so. The, the graves are so shallow. He's gonna like, okay, it's not this one. Okay, it's the other side. It's in his. It's in his other pocket. Okay, I'm out. Thanks, Hitler. Thanks for dinner. I'm going home. Groundsman he ties ties up yeah. the uh, the manager. Yeah, the the weed whacker guy from earlier. Yeah, and he's gonna chop him up, but he just stops and leaves. And then we get a montage of the zombie band walking. And what's happened in the film already, along with the funeral yeah. we never saw, and more well, we, p- point of view driving footage. Just yeah. Did we mention that they came back to life? I yeah. don't remember if we did. We mention okay. I couldn't remember yeah. yet because they played the song. Okay, I couldn't remember if we mentioned that. Right. Then they save the manager during this, and they kill the groundsman. He gets a stake through his neck. It's awesome. It's uh, pretty. F- funny like like each one of the band members i mean they get revenge on the people that murdered them but they just so casually do it yeah like they just like stroll up like like sh- it's almost like they're saying like hey you're gonna get murdered cool yeah like because well they they drown the hitchhiker and the photographer and then they just like bunk the midgets heads and they're dead yeah that's it that's all they need to do and uh, kill the werewolf woman and yes. Hitler gets pissed, but they surround Hitler and they get him too. Yeah, they uh, they basically ring around the rosy Hitler to death because they just get in a circle, they join hands and just kind of slowly walk around Hitler. Yeah, yeah. And then Hitler like screams and like gets on the ground, and that's how he dies apparently. And it's so con- <laughs> and it's extra weird because this werewolf woman that's been murdered. She was murdered in the attic, which is like every time that we've seen her as a, like a werewolf. Yeah. And then her dead body is outside. So. Yeah, it just what? appeared outside. I'm like, I did see her get murdered, didn't I? I... <laughs> exactly. And and by the way, can we talk about how ineffective a, a werewolf she must be? 
if she has to use knives. Right, yeah. Like, like I've seen, uh, there's only one other time I've seen a werewolf use a weapon, and that was in Wolf Cop. Yes. And, and that, at least he was a cop. So that makes some kind of sense. Right. <laughs> but why would she need... Uh, you know, a, a werewolf is going to have claws, which are, you know, they're like knives on your fingers. So why would she need more knives? It's hard rock zombies. That's all I got to say. <laughs> At Town Hall, we now have an old sagely man who's warning the people that the walking dead are among... Like, these people ever leave fucking Town Hall? Like, it's just... <laughs> they're always grouped there, like, just trying to make their lives miserable. Well, uh, maybe it's 50 Cent Beer Night or something like that at the town hall. Yeah. When he's asked how they become, like, living ghouls, the old man, he keeps dying. Which is supposed to be funny. Yeah. I guess. I, yeah, the, you're right. The town hall mo- scenes always slow the, the movie up. Yeah. Anytime there's a joke in this, y- you think, I think that was supposed to be a joke, right? It, like, like, the jokes in it are... It's not like they're so bad you're like, ah, oh, jeez. Because yeah. at least you understand those are supposed to be jokes. These are like, wait, what's happening? Oh, okay. Huh? <laughs> Cassie worries to the manager about Jesse in the town hall. Take it to themselves to investigate the Hitler house. Is that what we call it? Sure, we can call it that. The they don't house, call yep. it that. I think they just like call it like the house. The but house. yeah. And one of the hicks comes by and gropes the werewolf granny's corpse. Yes. Yes, she's she's reverted to not being a werewolf at this time. She's yeah. just the 40-year-old woman with a gray wig. But he gets attacked by a zombie. Another person is attacked by zombie Hitler. The zombie band is now in their car driving, jamming to some tunes. Mm-hmm. But, by the way, this movie not only has zombie Hitler... But also has a zombie werewolf. Two things that have been in no movies ever yes. before or since. Zombie Hitler. Yes, this is true. There's a there was a notable bearded man at the town hall. He gets attacked by the the severed hand from the beginning of the movie. Cassie's dad steals money and cigarettes off the groundsman corpse, but then he's attacked by that guy. Uh, but he's a zombie too. And the hitchhiker corpse corpse kills the cops. Uh, the midgets well, come down. They're they're zombies too, and uh, they as well as now the the hicks we have just recently seen murdered are now they're zombies every fucking where. What I what I like is that they took the hitchhiker zombie and threw her in the back of the sheriff's car, and when all these people are being murdered, the sheriff I don't know looks over at the other guy in the car and says, "Jesus, Ed, do you fart?" And he's immediately murdered by this by the hitchhiker. <laughs> a new person comes to town. It's the record executive. Our our awesome popular band has not been signed. Apparently. I don't know how. Uh, they sound check with, with, with hit with hits like na 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 na. I don't know how they couldn't be signed. That's true. Uh, they sound check at the bar slash music theater or then I. I thought it looked like a bar on the outside, but you go inside and it's like a, <laughs> a performance venue, like with seats and seating and stuff like that. But yeah, well, maybe uh, the uh, the 
ground floor of the actual performance area is actually dug into the ground. Maybe that they built down and not up, maybe. Or maybe the, the two locations don't match each other, which is probably more likely to happen in a movie that's called Hard Rock Zombies. Cassie's there, and the exec comes to watch the band. He kind of didn't care, and he says, he sees him, and he's like, Hey, these guys look good. And they haven't even played a song. <sighs> he's just, he's probably really into Kiss, because yeah. these guys have, like, all the, their makeup on, like, that's what them as zombies looks like, uh, like Kiss knockoff band. That's what they, yeah, that's what they look like. Yeah, it, it's exactly what it, it looks like. Yeah, so the the guy that is there to listen to them play, he's up in the mezzanine, and Cassie is on the ground, like the, the ground floor. Yeah. They are the only two people in the audience. Yeah, and he's got like a, a car phone that he's sitting talking yeah. on. Well, when he sits up there, like, he just, like, builds a little nest for himself. He's got, like, a... Yeah, yes, it's true. He's got, like, a picture of a guy in a Speedo flexing, and he's got, like, some pill bottles and, like, a sandwich and, like, a little light up there in his own phone. It's like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Well, then the band plays a song for him, and it's Cassie. my love for this song Cassie <laughs> I, w- I hope you do I I think this song is awesome it's like a nice cheese 80s ballad I think the song is better than this movie <laughs> it's like it's too yeah. good for this movie but I, I, I I've been taken I remem- to it I remember the the next day after we watched this you said that you were rocking out uh, to Cassie. I was. You you managed to find the whole album. I found the whole soundtrack. I just wanted the one song, but I got the whole soundtrack. And it's a song that I have thrown into... Well, you remember there's that party that I had. I think it was like my wife's birthday party somewhere, and they asked me to put, be in charge of the music, and I slipped Cassie in on the mix for the party. What? Oh, I played uh, Cassie at my bachelor party, too. Yes, yes, you played it at your bachelor party. I've made road trip mixes, and it always, Cassie finds its way in there. 
Yes, it's it's a heartwarming song about a, a, a hard rocking man and a, a woman that may or may not be of age. The possibility of statutory rape is strong, but it's a lovely little song. I like it. It's got like some like funky little '80s synth things going on with it too. It's it's simple. It just oh, yeah, it works. Yeah. What's great is in the movie. EJ uh, curse you you to man. <laughs> But what's so great in the movie is when they're playing Cassie on stage. It's like a music Ca- video. Yeah, like Cassie is imagining uh, herself with <laughs> with Jesse, who again looks like transitional Freddie Mercury. Yes, he's got that Dre- like white suit with the the neckerchief. Yeah, he's yeah. That's what's so fun. Like like just everything. It's like oh, you gotta you gotta be kidding me. Like. The only thing that would make it like more ridiculous if he's wearing, wearing like a clown nose and a cowboy hat, right? Because <laughs> he looks so damn silly. It's basically like this cheap music video of them just it all dressed in white, walking around, him holding her and swinging her around, all this stuff. That's that's it. But they play the whole song, and damn it, their movie's better for it. <laughs> But after the Cassie plays, there's a random couple trying to fornicate in the woods. Yeah, just a guy walking around without his shirt on. Yep, and they're attacked by the zombie Nazi midget. Yes. I may I, never use that term again in my life, yeah. but... I, I, I want to emphasize that this is a movie that has a zombie Nazi little person with an eye patch. Mm-hmm. All of these things happen. Yes. Uh, this and is... And then he rips a man's head off. To date, uh, this is before before we've even gotten to twenty episodes. We have discussed two Nazi movies, <laughs> and it won't be the last. Before hint, we hint. even hit a year, yeah. <laughs> There's more on the docket. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. If you love Nazis, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, have you? Have you listened to uh, Cult Cinema Cavalcade? Uh, no. Yeah, they're pretty in the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we just put that instead of a VHS tape. It's a swastika behind our Cult Cinema Cavalcade. <laughs> that'll that'll get listeners. There you go. I got I got your logo that. tattooed on my arm, bro. He's like, <laughs> put on a shirt, please. Put on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we just yeah. garnered a whole new audience. <laughs> right. Welcome, our shaved head friends. <laughs> well, maybe we'll open your minds to something <laughs> else. You can find a different hobby other than needless hate. Yeah. So the uh, the the so the guy's head gets ripped off. Yes. And like thrown in the back of like a convertible, which I thought was their car. Yeah, I, I, I did too. Turns out it's someone else's car. Who was going grocery shopping? Yeah, yeah. Like, would, why, like, why, why were they what? stepped at the side of the road? We don't see who's driving this car. We just see a head fall in the back of this convertible and drive off. And, and when it happens, like zany music starts to happen. Yes. It, it's, 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 it's like. I mean, it's even off for this movie. Like, like what? Yeah, it, it's. Uh, it's it's damn bizarre is what it is like like
what the hell happened, movie? Like, they didn't want to bring back the guy who did the score. Like, oh, we'd have to pay him extra, so just do some shit. <laughs> yeah, just dick around with the keyboard, make it zany. We only need, like, 30 seconds of it. Uh, the townspeople now, they're not meeting to discuss killing rock and roll. They're meeting to discuss killing zombies. While this meeting's going on, the band's still playing for the executive, and he thinks it's the most incredible act I've ever seen. Yeah, Zelda, listen. Look, will you quit talking with your mouth full and listen to me? This is the most incredible act I've ever seen. Yeah, I want you to cancel Tokyo. Not cancel Paramount, too. <laughs> cancel London. Cancel everything. Cancel my drink. I'm going to need her this week. <laughs> yeah, bye. The manager somehow is somewhere and he escapes by acting like a zombie. And mm-hmm. then the midget zombie eats a cow. Like, this is all just happening. It's like, well. Yeah. And, like, an in intercut between this, there is the um, that mutant little person. Oh, starts eating himself. Yes. That that scene is intercut through the rest of this movie. Yeah, until just he's slowly, finished. He just slowly eats himself. He starts off by eating his hand, then he moves to his legs, and so on and so forth. And there's, like, goofy, mu- goofy music playing at that time, too. Yeah. But it's, it's less goofy. However, don't worry. There are uh, Nazi flags, the swastika, uh, on either side of this thing. Just to ratchet up the, the yes. preposterousness of what the hell's happening. Speaking of preposterous, that car where the head went in pulls into a house since this mom and the little girl, like I said, went grocery shopping. And the woman whose boyfriend is that head finds them. To, she yeah. wants the head. She, she, she just walks onto the screen. Onto set. and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She just... We don't know if she was following the car. She just she just walks up and like, hey, that's my man. Whatever. That's that's Eugene. Whatever the guy's name is. Yes. Takes the head. And she like and, wants to use the phone, but like like you gotta leave the head outside or something. Yeah, because it might make a mess. She's like, okay, fair enough. I get it. So she puts the head down, and the daughter of uh, of the mother who owns the place takes the head and. She says something like, see you later, and, like, throws it up in the air. Right. So zombies are attacking this town, and then the hitchhiker, remember how she had those weird dancing scenes? She's still doing them as a zombie and grooves her way all the way to the stage with the band, and the executive's going nuts. He's like, oh, this is awesome! And Cassie sits in the back of the theater watching, and then all the zombies start coming on the stage, and Cassie gets attacked, but she escapes, and the remaining townspeople are trying to figure out how to get the zombies to go away. Yeah, they, they, they've tried to disguise themselves as heads because somehow they know that uh, zombies or uh, ghouls or whatever don't like heads. Most of them don't eat heads. And you actually see like in the town that that is true. Like Later you see like there are just a bunch of like heads like sitting on the ground. So this fact that we have no idea where the hell they got it from is true, apparently. And they try to disguise themselves as, like, giant heads. Doesn't work. No. 
they can't outsmart the zombies. No, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, it fails so bad that the zombies use those giant heads to disguise themselves to go back to like the basement where these other townspeople are to attack them. So the zombies outsmarted the townspeople. Cassie runs into the decapitated man, his girlfriend, um, and then she gets attacked by the hitchhiker. So Cassie then goes around and finds the survivor group while the exec is trying to talk to the band, but they're unresponsive. And he's like, oh, man, no. He keeps trying to make these deals. And the manager, the the manager then finds the exec, but he became a zombie too. And the manager doesn't realize it, but at first when he's talking to the exec, but then he gets attacked by him. And the town goes to do some sort of weird sacrifice yeah. shit with Cassie. Like some sort of like virginal things brought up and they take her to the mountain. Yeah, yeah, somehow they think that by giving them a virgin that that will make them go back into the ground. Again, I don't know where they're getting their facts. Like, like when it's brought up with the survivors, the manager says, oh, that's just an old wives' tale. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Who's heard that old wives' tale? Right. And while this is going on, the band goes back to their graves. Is it the manager tells Jesse that Cassie's in danger, and they rise up again as soon as they got back to go help? <laughs> Yeah, they've been in the ground 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> and they decide the, the way to do it is they play in the mountains while the zombies are all up. Yeah, it's just a mess in the mountains. Like, there's zombies everywhere. The band comes up, they play. and they there's, also... a di- there's a day for a night filter. Oh, or... yeah. Oh, yeah. All over the place. Maybe the, the word. They have a day for night filter, plus they, like, black out the sky. Yes! So it looks like there's this giant black haze over the whole scene. And the scene's already poorly lit to begin with. And it's really... Anytime it's night, it's tough to see the characters in this movie. Right. No, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like when uh, Cassie and Jesse were getting chased by the groundskeeper with the weed whacker. It's a good thing that she was wearing, like, white... Because otherwise, you'd have a hard time figuring out what the hell was going on yeah, in that scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they, the zombies and stuff all move away from Cassie once the band starts playing. Uh, the manager saves her by untying her. And the band ends up luring all the zombies into Hitler's secret gas chamber and gasses them. And it works. And at this point, the uh, monster midget finishes eating himself which is pretty cool when he eats his face off (laughs) well but it's kind of funny because uh you thought you were done seeing that stuff because you hadn't actually seen it for a little while and it wouldn't be unlike this movie to introduce it and then not do anything with it yeah, but at the end, it's just a skull, and the skull just eats its own face. This movie has everything. It does. Except a coherent plot. <laughs> Cassie and the manager go visit the band's grave, and Cassie has her last words, and Jesse raises his hand to hold hers, and then the credits roll. I, 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 uh, I guess that uh, the band didn't succumb to the gas 
unlike all the other zombies. Right, or they they like carried them back to those little shitty graves that they had. I get well, but the gas should have like melted them a little bit because we saw we saw zombie Hitler in the gas chamber. Right. I'll say that again. We saw zombie <laughs> Hitler in, in the, the gas, gas chamber. And, like, the gas made his, like, head melt. So we know that that's what's going to happen to the rest of these characters, <sighs> these zombies. And, like, I, I, like, all the other zombies, like, fall down. But for whatever reason, the band is standing, like, next to the wall. Like, what the hell makes them so special that they don't succumb to this stuff? And also, uh, why would anyone go back in there... Even if these aren't dead, they're locked in a room. That's enough. Success! They're either dead or contained. Mission accomplished. Go home. Roll credit. Yeah, the whole town is dead, I guess. Yeah, Even though it's so... I don't know how the hell the town knew there were zombies. Because it's not like anyone came back and reported, eh, there's zombies out there. At the house. Like, all that happened was those townspeople went to the mansion, farm, whatever the crap they want to call it, and they got murdered and totally fine. I totally get it. But we never see those townspeople actually seeing any zombies right. up to that point where they're talking about what they're going to do about yeah, them. Yeah, like, they're just, Oi. like, barricaded all of a sudden. And they're a different group of people. There's, like, a priest in there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the guy that Orville Redenbacher was already dead by this point. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a guy that's dressed like Orville Redenbacher for some reason. Yeah, so he's like much. dirty Orville, but he's he's in there. This movie's all over the place with anything you could imagine. Was this was this edited by someone that, w- that has ADD or something? Because the uh, the edits are just so drastic and quick and. Uh, fractured jarring and just were they worried people were gonna fall asleep i i don't know because i i waited for the credits and i wanted i wrote down their names so it was edited edited shame them shame them it was edited by amit boss shame the associate editor was barry rubinow Shame. <laughs> I don't know who you people are, but you did a terrible job. Yes. I don't know if there was pressure from someone else, but you failed hard. hard. You failed harder than the zombies rocked, and they rocked pretty damn hard in this movie. Yes. Oh, and apparently no one was hired for continuity either, <laughs> because there are so many times where, you know, like where they sh- show the... um that hitchhiker dancing clearly uh-huh. in daylight and it cuts back and forth between stuff that's happening clearly at night. Very and it's, much. And it happens constantly in this movie. Like I remember early in the movie when the manager is driving the band, you know, before they're all zombies and they pick up the hitchhiker during that scene, he's not wearing glasses. When the hitchhikers in the scene, he turns around, he's wearing sunglasses and he turns back around, and he's driving the band. Sunglasses are gone again. Continuity be damned. And there's like, like boom, like boom mic shadows. Yeah. Like in the, yes. Um, in the, the in the town hall meeting, there's not only a boom mic shadow where you see like the where you see just like the actual mic. You see like the whole arm 
of the boom mic as well. And you might even see like the shadow of the person too, but God, it is. It's a mess. It is. That would be a good alternate name for the movie. It's a mess. It's a mess. With rockin'. Or a zombie Hitler in the gas chamber. <laughs> I'd say that puts butts in the seats. That was on the on the back of the the case for the DVD that I got. It has like like Hitler like on the back of the box. Like what? I didn't know the context which he was in. It. All I knew was it was called Hard Rock Zombies, and apparently Hitler is in it. I guess Hitler on saxophone. <laughs> Well, maybe that's what it is. You know, Hitler just doesn't like uh, rock and roll. He's more of a jazz guy. Yeah. He plays that 1980s rock sax. <laughs> he, uh, not many people know this, but um, Careless Whisper is actually based on a track that Hitler uh, made. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. The saxophone part. He's, you know. He, Wham! Um... <laughs> uh uh, George Michael isn't, uh, he doesn't agree with uh, Hitler's policies, but man, he respects the hell out of his music. Yes, big fan. Music notes can't form swastikas. They can't. That was the tagline for Cabaret, right? All right, now it's time for us to rate the movie. Each episode at the end, Cullen and I will give our ratings for the films as we are cult cinema cavalcade we kind of keep it culty and our ratings go as follows you stay with your family you are part of the townspeople who don't want rock and roll in your town and you're not a fan of the movie Uh, you're converted you are the record executive who just is enjoying watching this new music behold in front of him and drinking the Kool-Aid. You are following zombie Hitler all the way to the gas chamber. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so call it, how do you rate hard rock zombies? Well, I think, ah, oh, man, I think I might drink the Kool-Aid on this. Uh, not because it's a well-made movie because it isn't, it is an absolute dumpster fire, but there's just something about it that you just, it's shocking. It, it's just, it, it's just so rare when a movie gets everything wrong and you still have to watch it. This is one of those movies, um, but the music is still uh, enjoyable and zombie Hitler folks. What, I mean, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want out of a movie? Uh, Like, the the only thing it could have been more crazy if they were in space. If it took place on a damn spaceship going towards the sun. I don't know what else you could do with this movie. Who knows? Maybe it was a deleted scene. Maybe it was a deleted scene. Maybe that's the deleted funeral scene that we don't get to see. Although we do see, like, a flash of it. Yeah. During one of the crazy edit scenes. I don't remember if it was like, I don't remember where the hell that was because there's so many crazy flash edit scenes, but yes, I, 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 I mean, I own this soundtrack, so I guess I have to say I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on this one. So Brandon, what, what do you, uh, where do you stand? How do you rate hard rock zombies? There's a lot of this that I would say that I would just be converted, but due to the song Cassie being a, a masterpiece, 
I have to go with drinking the Kool-Aid with me. I do, I do think the movie's a, a hair long for the kind of movie it is, but you get a midget monster Nazi thing that eats itself. Um, that to tell you right there, but, uh, for, yeah, first crevice movie is like, it's got solid music. Like how that happened. There's so much head scratching. I think the first time we watched it, I was jumping out of my seat within like the first half hour, many times wondering what in the hell was going on in this movie. And that's what you want. That's, that's what we live for is to, you know, find this one where you're like, Oh my gosh, what in the world is this? And who's the protagonist in this movie? Is it Cassie? The I manager? <laughs> Our main, I mean, who we think it's Jesse, but he dies. I guess it's like Ca- 30 minutes I, in. I guess it's Cassie, but things don't really, <sighs> she doesn't make things happen. Things just kind of happen around her. Right. She's never a big, She's just around. Like the only things that directly, well, I guess they're. Well, she's just around, and she's a damsel. Like that's. Yeah. Damsel. Yeah. Just like, so would it be the manager? Like, he's there, start to finish. He lives. Yes. But he's not. No one cares. Like you never. No one care cares. About him. What? Like. We we his his name uh, his name is Ron. We know that. That was uh, something. I'm not sure w- at what point it was said, but we do know his name, which is better than most of the band because we don't know what their names are until we see their graves. <laughs> That's the only way we know their names. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a whack ass movie. I mean, it's a movie that that houses a geriatric werewolf in a wheelchair that stabs people with knives. Who has sex? With, with Hitler. With Hitler. When Hitler is in his James Duhon costume. While little people watch. That happens in this movie, <laughs> folks. So and one, of, and one of them's a mutant or something. It's never explained. It's not important. And there's a photographer who takes pictures be- because. Just because. A, a, a hitchhiker that just is in shots randomly dancing. Just because. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, if you're Another good if you listen to if you're into our podcast and the movies we talk about and you haven't seen this one but you listen to this episode, thank you, love you. But if you're hearing what we're talking about and you're not just like pausing it immediately to find yourself a copy of Hard Rock Zombies to watch it, I don't know. Is this the craziest thing we've had on this show? It uh, oh elves, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, it's close. I was in tears laughing uh, or, uh, with elves. I mean, yeah, it's up the, there. The, the dialogue is definitely uh, better on elves. I mean, there's this is a different kind of fucked up. Like, it's horrible post-production values. Yes. Who knows? Maybe this was competently directed. I mean, it's probably still a piece of shit, but it was probably more competently directed than it was done anything in post. But yeah. they, they had John Carl Beekler doing their effects. The like, effects? I, some of them are, are pretty good. Like the... The stabbing through the throat's cool. Yeah. The And then um, when that groundskeeper pulls the knife back out of his neck, that yes. looks pretty cool. It's a, it's a simple effect, but it looked pretty cool still. Yeah. So it's, just, um, it's 
ah, man, this movie, you have to see it. You have to see it to believe it. Like, I mean, it sounds like Colin and I picked shit out of a hat and said, we're going to say this is a movie. Like, you, it's Mad Libs, like, like those, you know, those little uh, magnets where you yeah. can, like, make <laughs> shitty phrases? That's how, you know, zombie Hitler. <laughs> Elderly werewolf. Yes. It just, oh, man. Dancing hitchhiker zombie. So insane. But, yeah, I, I'm going to have to. I'll take give me the cup of Kool-Aid. Serve that shit up because wow. High Rock Zombies. On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be having our Oscars episode, looking back at one of the nominees and hopefully winners previous efforts it's 1984's rhinestone starring sylvester stallone and dolly parton you heard that correctly joining us for the episode will be john roca from the top 10 podcasts so please tune back in because it should be one to remember i'll be looking forward to it and you know who else is looking forward to it you guessed it <laughs> frank stallone our episode thank you so much our episode has come to an end Uh, Thank you for sticking around with us. Uh, We look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer for Rhinestone. The trailer that actually trails. This is Jake Ferris. She's about to bet everything. And we mean everything. That she can turn the next guy she meets into a singing sensation. All right. The next normal person that comes by, I'll take him. The next one. Okay. I mean, the next guy that passes in front of my face. And it... Whoa! How you doing? Nice night. You look... Good luck, Jake. Sylvester Stallone. Dolly Parton. In the <laughs> knockout comedy of the summer... Oh. Rhinestone. Coming soon. For listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. You can find more of Cullen's work on the A Touch of Crass podcast, also found on the Creative Zombie Studios Network, and on Twitter at my name is Cullen. You can find my more of my work at whysoblue.com. My Twitter handle is at BT Peters. Our producer is Brad Shoemaker. Podcast edited by Brandon. Theme song, Pink Baby, by Happy Elf, found on the freemusicarchive.org website. The movie in today's discussion is property of its respective studio, and no infringement is intended. Please join us again in two weeks for our next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade.
Oh, Brandon. Oh, Brandon.